0: Hello, everybody. Do not adjust your iPhone. You are listening to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. Jessie May Peluso will be here shortly, but she's going to be here this week with me, Mike Tully, her co-host on The Deuce. Have you heard? Jessie's got Sharp Tongue, but she's got this other show, The Deuce. We've been doing it for a while now. It is free and available wherever you get your pods. We're going to give you a sample of a show you could be enjoying not once, but twice a week, right here, right now. Stand by for the latest, greatest episode of The deuce then go subscribe to it wherever you listen to pods next week next tuesday i promise sharp tongue podcast will be back to regular programming sit back relax enjoy and thank you oh i'm all man when it comes to the crust
1: yeah spaghettios is a soup wow i'm a man of many earth tones uh, i think cheerios are still hot cheerios? cheerios are hot babe Ooh. it's like an avocado it's raw the deuce Oh, I haven't, I haven't heard that one. Have you been holding that one in the in the barrel? That is
0: a little something I like to call Deuce intro number one.
1: <laughs> I haven't heard that that one's a little more like breathy oh, the the deuce.
0: blatant false advertising the sexiest intro in the podcast game for one of the least sexy pods in the podcast.
1: Speak pod game. for yourself. I think I am. Have we ever shot out the uh, lovely female vocals? On the pod, I believe yeah. like once.
0: Yeah, I, I I think I've mentioned her a couple times. That's um a an old friend of a friend, but I'm gonna go ahead and call her a friend. I don't have her phone number, but I'm still gonna call her a friend. That's definitely not a friend. I'm gonna call her a friend. Okay. Like if if her name is Kelly Sebastian, and if Kelly Sebastian shows up at my front door, going, "Look, man, I just I can't explain. I just teleported, and I've just been to seven different dimensions, and uh and uh, a marvel bad guy just spat me out on your front yard and i i just need to like take a shower and sit on the couch for a second and catch my breath i go kelly sebastian come on in
1: wow that's a friend that's a that's a problematic father and husband that's that you would allow such you know just just something that you don't know into your house no i realized as i launched
0: the hypothetical. Using Occam's razor here, the odds are Kelly Sebastian has gone Margot Robbie crazy. Not that she's actually been skipping through time and space. But you know what I'm
1: saying? She could be skipping through time and space.
0: If she calls me, I'm just trying to... What is the scenario where the more likely scenario isn't that she's just lost her mind because if she calls me and she goes i just got abducted i'm in mexico i don't know why i reached in a pocket of old pair of jeans your phone i don't know anybody's phone number i've had a cell phone for 20 years i found your number i really need help get la policia
1: on this because i've been in a rabbit hole trying to get back to the day jfk got shot and and prevent that exactly
0: i've been quantum leaping Trying to fix other people's problems and doing so sort of addressing this gaping maw inside myself. All I'm saying is if if Kelly Sebastian needs me, I'm there for her. And that makes her a friend, even if I've never had her phone number. Or I don't think I've even ever had her email address.
1: I quantum leap so hard. (laughs) I've been waiting to say that.
0: Yeah, I know. I know. I know. (laughs) Did you really know? It's been coming up a lot on show. Yeah, Ellis and I were were quantum leaping recently. I watched quantum leap with my mom. So I'm sort of partial. Who?
1: I'm confusing quantum leap with. Scott Bakula. Scott Bakula. Dean Stockwell. <laughs> What'd you just call me? <laughs> what spatula? What'd you say? The immortal
0: Scott Becula.
1: I'm confusing it with the uh, Twilight Zone.
0: Yeah, there's a difference. And also
1: Twin Peaks. Also a difference. Those are, but they're very similar mm. in their weirdness. Yeah. A little bit, right? Mm. <clears throat> what are those
0: noises? Come P- eh. on. Those are me politely <laughs> telling you you're a fucking moron.
1: Quick, wow, quick. I love when people are trying to find their words and
0: they're (laughs) you know, we could AI that out now. (laughs) What if we wanted to, I don't, I haven't even had time to look into all of the things that companies are begging me to pay them to do that. They are not actually going to do anything because they just have AI to run it. Like you could, if you, if you were so inclined, pay somebody a really modest monthly fee and then you could give them your podcast every month and they would the AI in, in less time than it would take to say it would go through and get rid of the ums and the
1: I like all that though I feel that's like what makes it human unless this was some sort of crime investigative podcast or some biopic type of story I, I don't think the as and ums yeah being extracted add any value
0: I actually think I need to get less professional to be more successful because I do think that even as a radio person, I was in my mind aspiring to be, I think it's like funny to sound like a, an announcer from like the fifties or something. So even in the two thousands on the radio, I was aware that I was doing in my mind, a weirdly old timey style. And it's funny to say fucking shit when you're still a professional broadcaster. Cause you never heard those before, you know, together. And then. We, as the dinosaur, in the same way that the hair metal bands heard Nirvana, and we're like, those guys don't even have eyeliner on. Who's going to listen to that? And the next thing I knew, they were unemployed. We, as radio guys, heard podcasters going, yeah, so anyway, guys, welcome to the show. Oh, cat, get off there. Okay, what was I saying? I don't know. And we're like, fuck this. Who wants to listen to this garbage? We're professionals. We've got a studio that's soundproofed. Fast forward nine months, I'm unemployed. <laughs> You're burping into the mic. Yeah, exactly. I hear your ice so planking. I, I still hear <laughs> I, st- I still hear the radio in myself, and I fear it's holding me back. But I am what I am. I used to do that. I used to do that in the show as well.
1: Cut to him smashing. <laughs> wow, Tully. Jesse May. You Peluso. got a lot of great energy today. Jesse May. Peluso. Did you sleep well last night? all right just all right pretty good do you think that this is something uh i, I thank just, you for asking you're welcome
0: <laughs> prissy
1: what's pretty good like six hours
0: no no it was more than that i was closer to eight
1: pretty good is no, uh, what I,
0: yeah i know i'm <laughs> i am at i'm at a deficit i've been i wasn't I, was, I did not get good sleep for about a week for one reason or another. Same. And then I've had like two consecutive nights of catch-up sleep. So in a, in a vacuum, I had a great night's sleep last night. But I'm not fully rested because of the events of last week. We rocked.
1: Whew, did we rock? You rocked hard? So hard. Where?
0: Fucking X Games, concerts. We scarred my daughter mentally for life, piercing her ears. It's a big That's weekend. That's
1: such an interesting tradition that we have and, and usually we do it wrong we take them to like claire's boutique and we have those 14 year olds scar your children literally yeah. just scar your yeah, children with literally. the wrong way to pierce an ear
0: so my wife is a better person more competent human than i am she sought out the place that advertises itself as like we specialize in piercing kids ears Just such a strange claim. And in certain ways, it was. They had like stuffed animals and stuff, but it was also more to the point like uh, this, it was a jeweler on the second floor of a strip mall in Beverly Hills, and the woman there was—I swear to God—a Kristen—a Kristen, a Kristen Wig character come to life. <laughs> le- like she had, like her hair was like super. Alien- she was wearing like an '80s mom wig, and she had a cat sweatshirt on. Oh gosh. She's, okay, so first we're gonna like sanitize our fingers because you can't really sanitize too much. And okay, no, I touched my phone, so I'm gonna go sanitize again. It's like, is this making my child more comfortable? In your mind? (laughs) You working out your weird OCD neuroses in front of her? But it doesn't matter. The packaging, it could have been worse-er. Had we taken her to a crack house and done it, that would have been worse. But the thing that makes it bad, traumatizing, is that kids today are incredibly soft. And we were willing to suffer for beauty. You know? You just fucking took the fucking punch like a champ. Because fuck yeah, look at that. I look badass right now.
1: It is a strange... Tradition,
0: and instead she was content to be Mister Clean for the rest of her life after she got the first one. Would you shave her head? Because she no, she was like, "You are not doing that. You are not doing that to me again. I will be the one earring girl."
1: What? So wait, she has one earring? No, we. I just fucking. I ended up just pinning her. <gasps> did she say she wanted to get her ears pierced? Of
0: course she did. She wanted. She just wanted to do it for forever, and we told her to wait until she was five, and she turned five, and then. <laughs> And then when it came down to, when it came down to it, she oh was my God. she did like she she's uh, she choked for a second. Like and we're like, okay, you can do it. She's like, yeah, maybe not like now, now. But then we made the appointment. We said we think this is a good place for you. She agreed to it. She went there. She put on a princess dress. She was all excited for it. She was nervous for the first one. They iced it up ahead of time. But what can you really? Ultimately, you're fucking punching a hole in somebody's earlobe. It's gonna hurt a little bit, and she is not willing to suffer for beauty. And, and she did the first one and she was like, get me the fuck out of here. And we tried to do all of the, we tried to do all of the, you know, well, we'll get you frozen yogurt after this. You can, we'll go to the stupid place where you can put gummy worms on your ice cream, whatever you want to do. And she was like, no, fuck, no, fuck, no. Until finally the lady was like, I'm sorry, but I need to, one way or another, I need to wrap this up. I gotta, I gotta go. So I just looked at the lady and I was like, does anybody ever just headlock? And she's like, well, you know, for sure.
1: So the lady like, in the cat sweater was down for the cat headlock.
0: She was my willing co-conspirator. She's She'd clearly done it before because it was a moving target. I mean, in the beginning, she's like, "Okay, put the dot on, and then I get my measuring, and we make sure that they're exactly three millimeters on both sides because we want them to be even. And by the end, I'm just holding my daughter. She's like, no, 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 no. You didn't and feel Kristen bad at Wing all? Is like, Poof. Here's the thing about being a parent. You can't, there's certain calls you, ne- you need to leap before you look. There are certain things that you can't know the outcome until later. And my wife was very careful to hedge. She did not stop me from headlocking my daughter and getting her ear pierced. But she also didn't co-sign it enough that she couldn't later say, well, I don't know, man, I was ready to leave. You were the one who wanted to headlock her. So she was <laughs> fucking, she had her ass covered.
1: The headlock is such a
0: a so I held her down. Strong image. Kristen wig, cat sweater. Poof, does it, and the wailing doubles. And I just take her outside to get her some fresh air, and secondly to get her away from the lady who's done her time listening to my screaming, pathetic, weak child. And wow, and then and my and my son. My son and my daughter are like BFF. He's really, really great with her. So he just he has his bag of tricks for like making her laugh and stuff. And within five minutes, we're in the car, and she announced that she's going to get her ears pierced twenty more
1: times, which she probably could if they're done yeah properly.
0: Right. So, so I think in the end, I was vindicated. She did need somebody to just muscle her over the finish line. She was happy that I did it. I apologized. For doing something like that. And she accepted it and said she was okay with it. And I think we're good. And I don't think she's going to be talking about that in therapy one day.
1: I think she will. Maybe. Now I see why you probably slept kind of well. It seems like you like to put kids in headlocks. Yeah, Finally, I can rest. Yeah. Having like you achieved... sleep well when your children. Every morning
0: I wake up and I go, how am I going to? Nah, there's no way I'm going to get a kid in a headlock. Much as I might like to.
1: Yeah. If somebody, when you woke up this morning, if somebody sent you a message saying you're going to have your daughter in a headlock by noon.
0: Yeah. I would have guessed that was why. Yeah, no, I'm like Thanos on the porch at the end, just going, finally, I murdered half the universe. <sighs>
1: Wait finally. a spoiler alert. It's the fucking... I spoiler had no alert. idea.
0: It's the... well, I, I had no idea there were two movies, and at the end when I was all like, oh, hell yeah, the bad guys just ruled the nan- universe. Everybody's dead. Best movie ever. And then everyone's like, in part two. I'm like, mm. said <laughs> shit about
1: part two. Well, everything has to end happily. I know. And nobody, can, your, and nobody can die. Your daughter's ear piercing. So, I had my ears pierced. When I was little as well, and they're not even. One's up higher and has a slightly different angle. And the way I know is whenever I wear hoops, one hoop is it, it, I look crooked.
0: You should have gone to Kristen Wig. She's pretty old. She's she probably, wasn't around. She I think she might have been. Um, also, I think the challenge, and I'm sure you know, beauty people know the answer to this. I'm just I'm asking a question that I'm sure was answered a hundred million years ago. But most people's ears aren't actually evenly placed Mm-mm. so do you set the earrings in the same place on the lobe or even with the same thing like this is the guy issue with um sideburns if you set your sideburn by a certain point of your ear your ears are not in the same place so do you want your sideburns to match your ears or do you want your sideburns to match your sideburns
1: i think you want someone who's able to to blend a little bit of both yeah, there's an answer i just don't know what it is that's the answer mm. That's my final answer okay. because this person looked at one side of the face, pierced the ear and went to the other side of the face and pierced the ear and didn't consider that there's also a frontal view. Mm-hmm. So I've got, uh, it's a, it's telling a time. It's like one fifteen. When you look at me straight on, it's one fifteen with my hoops. I understand. So it's like a sundial.
0: Yeah. You got that, uh, what the fuck is her name? Doesn't matter. Who? Dax Shepard's wife has a lazy eye. You got a lazy ear.
1: Oh, um, and she's such a lovely yeah, voice, great. too. She's so talented. Very talented. In, in um, Mom's Bad Moms. Oh, is she in that? Yeah, she's in that with Mila Kunis and, and Leslie Kahn. Her name is Kristen.
0: Right, she's Kristen something. She's not Kristen Channelworth. She's not Kristen Scott Key.
1: Kristen Allen. Kristen. Krista
0: Allen is Bell. Belle.
1: Well, if you get the fucking... Deb cheated. she cheated over there. Uh, Deb cheated. I was going to go A, B. I probably would have gotten it if I got to B. She's mm-hmm. very, very talented. Yep. What, so she's got lazy eye? She's got a lazy eye, yeah. Oh, I kind it's of cute. noticed that. Yeah. Is it cute? It's part of her...
0: Well, that's what you're supposed to say. She literally looks better with a lazy eye than she would with a normal one.
1: There's no, a... What's your thing. Nobody's
0: perfect. And at a certain point, yes, imperfections do make us more interesting than perfections.
1: Absolutely. I think... Sometimes. It, it, people being... Perfect. I think the closest culture I can think of off the top of my head is probably some Scandinavian culture. I knew you were going to say that. Norwegian. Right. Yeah, right. And I used to have this joke that it, I I traveled from Norway to, to Scotland. Mm-hmm. And mm. in that journey, obviously, it's a spectrum of beauty. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I want to talk to you about this. Interesting. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Go ahead. And I, I'm saying that diplomatically. But obviously, if you've been to Norway, you know the people in Norway are uncomfortably beautiful yeah it's it's odd you it looks like norway looks like they attempted an experiment to create the most beautiful people and they succeeded and then i went to england or or scotland Mm -hmm. and it looks like the same experiment was attempted and like a, a fly got into the machine at some point and kind of messed up the teeth i get that reference so uh when i think of symmetry norway comes to mind yeah they don't it, have pores. I don't know what's happening. Maybe it's the cold. Maybe it's the fjords. Maybe it's the salmon. Maybe a combo. Strong social safety net. A strong no social pores. safety net. Strong, you know, they've got like a, they're not a part of the EU, right? They've got their independence. I don't think they're part of the EU. I think
0: they might be part of the EU, but there's maybe a lot now. of countries there and we're speaking about all of them as this, like like, quick, what's the difference between Norway and Sweden? Um,
1: trolls. Sweden doesn't have trolls. Norway has trolls. Okay, that's fair.
0: It's fair. Denmark has metal. Switzerland has the world's most sophisticated uh, air defense. Cheese. And cheese. Right. Okay. All right. That, that about sums it up. Right. But they're kind of a, they are a sort of boring, kind of beautiful. Is you know, like, yeah. like, I really think, I, I talked to somebody about this. I don't think it was you. Like, they love drugs. If a, and death metal. If like an eight out of 10 from Sweden like transferred into your high school she would probably be like one of the hottest girls for sure in school and then if you got into a relationship with her and you took a trip back to meet her extended family and you looked around and you're like oh my god
1: there's there's, more of you there's
0: seven million more of these yeah your girlfriend would actually get a lot less special to you wow that's the way men well we know it's a lot less special to you in this hypothetical? Yeah. That's exactly what I'm saying. Right.
1: So, so there needs th- to be think, a diamond in the rough? I don't think women
0: would... There's something about supply and demand. There's certainly there certainly is. And scarcity. I don't think women... Yeah, right. I, I don't think women would react that same way. I honestly don't. I'll say that for you all. I'll say a lot of bad things. A lot of bad things about you all. But I will say that if like... an <laughs> Me in H- general, just all the whole gender. You as a representative of your entire gender. Thank you. I'm
1: in an H&M in, man's and, button up. And Italian's. <laughs>
0: If an eight out of ten Scandinavian guy transferred into your high school and started rowing crew on the the Thousand Islands, hey, hey!
1: <laughs> bird is the word. There's a horn laugh. <laughs> tab. There's a horn laugh for you to grab. You are already making the knot. Yeah, <laughs> I see you're typing, and then you start you start
0: dating Sven or whatever his name is. Who? Bengali and then you go back to meet his people and you find out that everybody in his family is also six foot three and strapping and awesome at crew and
1: gross super so- nice sounds like talented mr ripley i feel like i'm already gonna die I'm, but i
0: feel like when you go back death. there you're not just like mm, boy but too bad i didn't meet his brother instead i think women yeah are, women
1: think differently I,
0: I do think in that regard women are like mine mine's okay
1: we'll take consistency over Symmetry, honestly. Yeah, although Chris Rock observed the exact opposite. What did he say?
0: Chris Rock's joke... Women
1: lie! Women lie!
0: Is that your cat, Williams? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Let me tell you something about (laughs) women.
0: That's a terrific one to Sykes.
1: (laughs) I'm adding impressionists to my repertoire.
0: (laughs) He said a guy... A guy's friend gets with an awesome girl, and the guy says, man, I want a girl like her. A woman's friend gets with an awesome dude, and a woman says, I want him. (laughs) (laughs) Deb, how do you live with
1: this? He's... (laughs) (laughs)
0: Iggy is the real champion here. He's rolling with all of this, despite being...
1: He just licked... He's eating my shoes.
0: He's living in the middle of an Alfred Hitchcock See, movie. Cr-
1: Chris Rock is not wrong.
0: What was the one about the birds?
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> I sound like one of the birds. It's a great reference. It's also a great movie. Um, I was just saying this, like, each gender has its own hang-ups, but women can be just as conniving and... And there's something about women when th- their girl or their friend or whoever's in a relationship and happy, and the other girl isn't. Yeah. There's a there's a there's a jealousy. There's a spite. Mm-hmm. There's a hope for demise. And we don't talk about that because it's not it's not yeah. feminist. It's not pro female. But it's it's honest. Yeah. No, that is true. Guys are guys like that with their friends. Like
0: if if you feel like your guy friend has changed, then yeah.
1: Here's my thing about change. When people are like, "You've changed," I, I fucking hope so. People never say you've changed without it, the implication
0: being for the worse. Exactly. No, but no, but nobody has a problem. For pro- the better. If my buddy, like, oh, I absolutely, positively have friends who've gotten in relationships where it was like this is very good for you. This is right. this has sanded off some of the rough edges. I think many people might say the same about me. But when your buddy all of a sudden can't do this and wants to pretend he doesn't really like pro wrestling anymore when it was like, <laughs> oh I didn't know getting laid made you not like the rock anymore. That's the kind of stuff where it's like you've changed because you're 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 pretending you're something you're not for this woman, and that does not speak highly of you and it does not speak highly of her, that that seems to be the requirement for being with her. But what you're saying about like not being unhappy when your friend gets out of the relationship, that is a specifically female thing. But in a larger sense, there's a famous quote... I don't know, Qua- like one of these like Robespierre <laughs> or Erasmus or whatever.
1: This asshole. What? Who's a robes? A robes of a what?
0: Ro- Robespierre was one of the leaders of the French Revolution. Erasmus is mm, Greek. I don't know. Anyway, it's it's. I not, feel Erasmus right it's, now it's, by those words. It's neither one of those, but somebody said that, and they're going to say it better than I did. There's, um, it's it's a. So something like it's, it's an, an embarrassingly not an altogether displeasing feeling to see your best friends fail. There is something really craven about all of us where we can't help but feel sort of competitive with people. And the people that we're closer to, we're just more acquainted with their successes and stuff. And I think it's like, it's hard for me to win but when I see if, you know, it's like if you're, you know, when you're like you the,
1: want to see your friends fail,
0: there's a little part of you that isn't that bummed when you see your friends fail. And I think the, the, the idea with that is like when you are like, I should really go to the gym and stop drinking all the time. But if you hang out with people who just drink and don't go to the gym, it's like easier to put on the blinders to that. Mm. When your friends are high flyers and they're doing a bunch of shit and you're maybe like, shit, I should be achieving some of these things, too. It's hard for you to do that. But if they just fail. It takes the pressure you've been putting off of yourself to compete with them off Yeah, a little it, bit. It
1: sounds like it. um whatever requires you to do less is the is the yeah is the optimum
0: space to be in. There's a great quote for it. I can't I can't find I can't think of it right now. You mentioned Scotland and you're reminding me of something that I saw on Reddit this week.
1: Ooh, I love a Reddit callback. Gingers <clears throat> Redheads. Gingers you're are- from Scotland
0: a minority group that gets mocked for how they look and nobody cares. Basically, why is it that it's still okay to oppress the gingers?
1: Go cry under a bridge, you troll.
0: (laughs) So you don't agree with the premise of
1: this? (laughs) I just think everyone needs to go for a... Freaking walk! Ah, uh-huh. I'm so exhausted of offense. Here's here's Ugh, my, I'm a fe- my feelings, my feelings. You know there are like children in in other countries, even our own, who don't have the luxury of feeling. They just have to survive. Mm-hmm. They just have to go out and survive. Yeah, in this like some of them with
0: little to no pigment.
1: <clears throat> yeah, with pale skin yeah. and red hair.
0: So here's the thing. Am I, I n- being harsh? I never actually heard redheaded people get made fun of. Like, you know the phrase redheaded stepchild, but that never had anything to do with actual oh, redheads. I wonder what the entomology of that is. I'm going to look you.
1: while you talk. No, don't. All right. Let's Continue see if, on your thoughts. Let's,
0: let's see if what I think I know yes. is correct, okay? It was only at some point in my 20s that I remember hearing for the first time gingers have no soul.
1: <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> And I just thought it was so random and stupid and harmless that I repeated it. And I remember at one point just peppering it into some stupid conversation with Jason, and him kind of pushing back on that more forcefully than I expected. And I remember it because I felt a twinge of of all the people I could have said that to. Jason has a lot of like red haired people in his family. His daughter, oh has yeah, red she's, hair. she's right, yeah, super she's got red, super beautiful red hair. red hair. And that's the thing. Like I have never do I I. I I there's like a beautiful way to be a brunette. There's a beautiful way to be a blonde. There's a beautiful way to have curly hair. There's a beautiful way to have shaved head. There's a beautiful I like. There's good to me. There's good and bad looking redheads the same as everything. else. I never thought freckles were freckles can be ugly. Freckles can also be really, 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 really cute. You know, I don't. Yeah. Um, and the way that he pushed back on that made me think, oh, shit. I bet his daughter has actually received people have actually said that to her and that it's bummed her out at times and what struck me about reading this article I reacted the same way that you do come on guys you know you, you I know you have very thin skin but can you get some thicker skin
1: and some dark, and a different color hair
0: <laughs> and
1: but <laughs> I have red undertones in the comments I feel
0: triggered in the in the comments every there's so many people saying yeah you would actually really be surprised how many people feel comfortable making jokes to redheads and that was the thing that that struck me I've never been I literally never heard gingers don't have a soul until like ten years ago. Do you did you make fun of red haired
1: kids in your school? No. Right? That was like so like redheaded stepchild, that was just we were above that. That that's was not that what, was childhood. But that's play. not what that means.
0: What what do you mean? Redheaded stepchild. That is not about them being actually red haired.
1: What okay, so what do you want to talk about what you think the origin is? Yes. Okay, go ahead.
0: In back in the day, peasant times very very often already triggered already already severely triggered you'd have a lot of um brainy bunch situations because like you know people died very easily moms died in childbirth so you would a lot of times have a dad with ends up as a single parent with kids and a mom ends up a single parent with kids and they combine forces and get married and make a new family and as it was There wasn't enough food to go around, and now the kids from the quote unquote old family have to compete for food with this new kid and the one kid that doesn't that stands out. Like we we already didn't have enough, and now this fucking guy is trying to take what little food we have. And it's real easy to pick out the guy at this table who doesn't belong because there's four of us with brown hair and then there's the redheaded stepchild. So you, you stand out because you obviously aren't part of the family and you're resented because you're competing for the scarcity of resources.
1: I think that might be one of the origins for sure. Okay. One of the other origins, it says, refers to a family.
0: My neighbors have gas
1: what was that
0: do you know what i would love to know as well because yesterday i was down here trying to record music and we've actually i have a lovely relationship with the neighbors on both sides we have a dog-based relationship and it works out really well for everybody we've always been really 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 good about just shooting a quick text just see now, sorry we got to do this thing at our house yeah hopefully it'll just be between these hours i'll let you know if it's going to be worse than that my bad i've received no such text from our dear friends next door i don't know that's rude i don't know what they're doing today and i don't know what they were doing yesterday
1: that's real rude it's real rude and I don't like it. It's not their best look. It really isn't because the part of being a neighbor is acting neighborly and that's anti-neighborly.
0: Our dog played with their dog this morning. That's all I'm saying.
1: Well, hopefully they deworm their dog and Iggy doesn't get any ickiness from their dog. Um, the phrase is derogatory, although many do not know its origin. It's still considered an insult to knowledgeable people of Irish descent and should be avoided in polite conversation.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say they're stupid. <laughs> I would say they're stupid for not knowing what it actually means. Because it's, it's, it's not about them. Get over yourselves, Ireland.
1: Get, oh, yeah. Ireland, stop acting. That's
0: so egotistical like to the Irish s- people.
1: such victims. Yeah. Oh, there was the potato famine. We get it. Mm. You guys were
0: hungry. Right, 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 right. You. It is an island. Six million of you starved because you didn't want to go fish.
1: Yeah. Learn how to swim.
0: My granddaddy was a eel fisherman. Gross. They, in Ireland. Gross. They didn't need to eat those potatoes.
1: You know how hungry you have to be to eat. To grab an eel out of the ocean and go, I'm going to eat yeah.
0: that. Well, and the worst part is like, so there's the Japanese eel thing, which is not my favorite, but it's like, it's fine. It's kind of sweet. The
1: sushi eel. Yeah. yeah it is I don't sweet. like, I
0: don't even like eel sauce, but some, I just I don't either. I don't like sweet food. A lot of people do. That's, that's, that's a.
1: Especially food that should be savory.
0: A matter of personal preference. Right. I, I, there's a time for a sweet and a time for salty.
1: <laughs> so angry. Right.
0: But I'm pretty sure like, what's the worst way that you could eat an eel other than like live? I think that's. Starting from the butt. I think that is how the Irish would do it. I'm guessing it would be either smoked, right?
1: Smoked fish is a real triggering dish. I got a real
0: problem with smoked fish.
1: Smoked fish is so rude, Mm -hmm. especially like packaged smoked salmon. Yeah. That should be used in torture.
0: I know, and some people love it. It's my least favorite. Smoked food is my least favorite, and like, like
1: smoked turkey, smoked gouda. My get out.
0: I know the white. Thank you. I I didn't know that we appreciate. Wow, we, we really have a yeah, connection on that. My um, yeah, the wife actually briefly threatened to do something with some smoked meat today.
1: No, tell her that I divorce is on the horizon. <laughs> <laughs> I said bitch. Um. um.
0: See, AI can get rid of that.
1: No, I don't want AI to get rid I would, of that. I, um.
0: I would think that even more frequently than a delicious snack of smoked eel, the Irish would have been pickling it. Pickling, creaming?
1: See, I don't mind a pickle. It just has to be a vegetable that's pickled. I, I love a pickled jalapeno. I love a pickled radich. I love a pickled pickle. Is a cucumber pickled or is it just a dead cucumber? oh my god <laughs> question for the table <laughs> discuss
0: so okay wait there's, there's more wait, origins do we to have, the right-headed stepchild how much time do we have
1: not enough time to
0: dissect the sentence you just said first of okay. all
1: wait first yeah. okay
0: pickled radich <laughs>
1: <laughs> will not be at Coachella this year <laughs> pickled radich <laughs> What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Deb, tell him. Deb, tell him. Radish. Oh, okay. <laughs> Deb didn't know either. No. I thought my fellow Floridian Italian would know. Um, so the other origin of Redhead stepchild. Wait, but. Are pickles dead cucumbers? That's a serious question, right? Aren't so pickles what, just dead so, cucumbers? So if
0: I put a cucumber in my salad, is that a live cucumber?
1: Yeah, you're a murderer. Oh boy, you're you're cannibalistic. You're you're a. It's not a crucifis cruciferous. How do you call that vegetable? Cruciferous, cruciferous. Crucif- 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 cucumber. Cruciferous, crucif- like broccoli is a cruciferous <laughs> crucif- vegetable. <laughs> you want to drop the
0: mic and go home <laughs> you're fucking done lady what, what kind
1: of vegetables is broccoli I have no idea say the, say the c word
0: <laughs> cunt
1: <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Oh, wait 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 I'm not far off you guys are rude broccoli <laughs> is a cruciferous cruciferous vegetable
0: it's the first i'm hearing of it
1: yeah you uh, read that go ahead read that read the chunk read it i just saw goonies okay well it, don't 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 derail the conversation What's
0: aside from being trendy ingredients they are all broccoli cauliflower cabbage kale bok choy arugula brussels sprouts collards watercress, the, and uh, radishes they're all delicious Cruciferous vegetables. Well, I didn't think I was going to learn anything today. Boom. It's a shame it's offset with the 10 to 20 things I've unlearned.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That was terrible. That That was funny. Thank you. That was funny. (laughs) That made me laugh really hard. That was so rude. (laughs) Well, you're welcome for the one vocabulary word of the day. I like to contribute. Yeah. Thank you. This is
0: our most cruciferous episode yet.
1: But for reals, is broccoli a dead? Is is cucu- is? <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so like I said, cruciferous. Okay, bro. <laughs> so like, you can give me sa- <laughs> <laughs> <didn't-> that. Vegetables. <laughs>
1: 20 minutes and talked about cruciferous
0: you realize we're here complaining about the neighbors and their (sighs) buzzsaw and they're over there going what the fuck is happening
1: yeah they're hearing my buzzsaw and they're they're more concerned that you're choking a woman in your basement yeah um i know but seriously are pickles dead cucumbers
0: come on Jesse,
1: you're rude um so the other origin of redheaded stepchild (laughs) The origin of the phrase redheaded stepchild dates to the 1830s and 40s when Irish immigrants began arriving in America. The newly arrived Irish were somehow below free blacks on the social scale at the time, mm-hmm. which is so wild. Well, we can talk about that. We can talk about that. Uh, I feel like there might be some, you think there's some historical discrepancies here? Maybe. And lived in segregated communities. Then, like now, young men were having sexual relations with young women before marriage. Sometimes the men were Irish and the girls were not. This resulted in many out-of-wedlock children that also had the red Irish hair. When these young men and women did finally marry, usually to a young man of not Irish descent, the new husband was not particularly patient or sympathetic to the red-headed stepchild, treating them harshly. The phrase is derogatory.
0: Gotcha. So I I, I used to be... Shake it up.
1: Can AI get rid of this?
0: Yeah. Too bad we can't afford it, but yeah. Yeah, I could. Um, So there's a book called how, many places, called How the Irish Became White. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. And I can recall times in my past where, I wouldn't say this in an angry way, I just said, you know, it's, it's really tough when we talk about well this group had it this way or that group had it that way because a lot of groups have had it tough in a lot of different ways you know fair my grandfather this is an absolute fact was an indentured servant in ireland which means that he was sent to live with a different family he had to do whatever they told him to do and he worked there for a number of years before from when he was a kid until he got on a boat and came over here and as I've always heard the story, the family was happy that he was indentured, which is like temporary slavery, really, mm-hmm. because they couldn't afford to feed him and they knew that he would get fed working on this farm. So I can remember thinking I was like fairly clever and going, well, my grandfather was kind of a slave more recently than a lot oh, of other for people, sure. you know. And that's your grandfather. And there is something true about that, but- um, I'm going to put on lipstick while you continue the sure. story. Sure. I I I am under the impression, and I don't know. I read a thing about a thing. So if I read the book, I would have been telling you, oh yeah, the Irish, you know, because there's the famous sign: no blacks, no Irish, no dogs, right? And so people hold that up, and it was. I I think it really was um, in some storefronts in America, Mm -hmm. and people look at that and they go, oh right. So you guys had it so bad. It looks like I was in the same category. Therefore, we don't have to worry about the sins of slavery of the past of America. I'm the article that I read about the book is like it. It was it had a, a real agenda to try to feed white ethnic grievance. And in reality, those signs did exist, and they could be found, but they would they were not common, and they would only be found in the windows of English shopkeepers that moved over here. The English uh, uh, um, immigrants were racist towards the Irish immigrants. So whereas blacks had barriers to entry of upward mobility all over the place the irish were mainly dealing with racism from from back home. You know what I mean? Right. So the signs were real but they wildly misrepresent the 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 challenges that irish immigrants faced in america relative to the challenges that
1: black if you want to call them
0: immigrants faced.
1: Right, cuz they were more brought over than they were then they had fled. There's
0: that. There's that. And there's also that Irish people did enjoy some upward. You know, the stereotype. Think about the stereotype of the Irish cop, right? Like that. I think that's a very common thing. Like Bilber. Sure. There's a very common, thing, you know, people with Irish accents being cops in American, you know, Boston accents and <clears> shit, <throat> shit like that. Like there were, there were lots of things that were good-paying, s- stable jobs you could start a family with that were available to Irish people pretty quickly when they came here. Yes, it was hard. Like my, my dad just took me to, we walked in. Did I tell you? this? We, we were in Newark, New Jersey. We went into, there's, it's a Japanese restaurant now, and he said it used to be, fuck, it wasn't a shoe shine shop. He worked at a shoe shine stop, like shop, like two doors down bakery hair salon it was a barber and him and his family rented the room in the back it was supposed to be the storage room in the back he showed me the alley that he walked down to get to his place now it's a japanese restaurant and the door swung open they lived
1: back there yeah
0: and they the door swung open while we were looking in and um and it's a kitchen and i was like literally looking at like four I mean, Mexican or something like it, dudes looking at me, being like, why are you staring at the kitchen from outside the window? And um, it's because that's where my dad grew up.
1: Your dad and his family lived in a small room in one room in the that, back of that a they, business that they
0: rented from a barber.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah,
0: the challenges faced by Irish Americans, by just about all immigrants that got off a boat in Ellis Island, were like very real. And it was not easy for them to get ahead either. And many did not. But to compare the plight of Irish Americans to, uh, to black americans is uh is it's, a very selective reading of the past
1: it really is and it, it yep. doesn't tell the full story in the individual stories of the cultures mm-hmm. everyone suffered their own sort of dis, uh discrimination and have have not yeah. if you will
0: and i think you can't i mean me personally not to be like political but i i don't know what we can really do to make amends for the past you know when you talk about like reparations and shit it's like well what about the families that have been dealing with that can't Trace themselves back to slaves, but have still been dealing with fucking racism in America for 50 fucking years, even if they weren't here for 150 fucking years. They don't get reparations. To me, it's just really, really simple. It's real messy to try to fix the past. Give everybody fucking amazing schools. Give everybody fucking amazing healthcare. Just everything systemic shitty from the past stops now. Yep. And everybody gets a fucking level playing field moving forward. I think that should be something that we could all agree on. And it's it's disappointing to me that that doesn't even seem to be a part of the conversation about what we can do to address the ills of the past.
1: I agree. Yeah. I agree.
0: <coughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Did you watch Ferris Bueller's Day Off?
1: Did Deb, say no? sh- Deb shook her head. I didn't. I was going to watch it yesterday. And then I, I started you- to watch Wednesday on, on Netflix and I gen- genuinely just forgot. But I'll watch it today. No,
0: it's too late now.
1: No, it's not. Yes, it You no, were it's... in
0: Chicago and you were like, I'm going to go. Why is
1: it based in Chicago? Deb and Mike are really mad at me right now.
0: I told you, you're in Chicago. We were going to tape two shows. And then um, the Wi-Fi at Moxie's a great organization, but the Wi-Fi wasn't playing ball. So we decided to cut it short. And we said, take the time that we would have spent taping another show. To watch Ferris Bueller, since the day you're about to have is the Ferris Bueller's day. Well, I went to refresh everybody's memory: sausage and the Modern Art Museum.
1: I went to the Modern Mar- Mar- Art Museum,
0: and it would have meant so much more to you if you'd seen Ferris
1: Bueller's. I also went to H and M. Those are the two sightseeing things that I did in. I feel in like Chicago.
0: His, his jacket is sort of H and M. E. It's a great jacket. The
1: bomber, it's like a college, but it's bomber. But,
0: but it's got like a animal print on it.
1: No, I'm mad I didn't watch it. What I'm, a fail. I'm
0: mad you didn't watch it. What a fail.
1: What a fucking fail. But it
0: does cheer me up somewhat to hear that you robbed the hotel.
1: I mean, way to throw me under the bus. I was bragging way about to throw it. me under the Moxie bus. I was
0: bragging about it on the last episode if you'll recall
1: Yeah you were bragging about it. Well I feel like I inspired you I didn't I was you didn't inspire me, you emboldened me. Mm. And it wasn't a planned theft it was a result of a poor system. That's what I said. Yeah, kind of. Yours feels a little bit more nefarious than mine. You, I feel like you go in knowing what item you're going to steal, and you have an exit plan. Mine's different. I'm more of a smash and grabber. <laughs> <laughs> I went in, and it was a pay at a kiosk thing.
0: Yeah, and so offensive. It,
1: there was my items weren't even on the list. Uh huh. So I kept scrolling through all the different menu subcategories like drinks and snacks and whatever nothing i had in my hand how much are you supposed to take i took four drinks and two snacks do you have a snack with you i do do you want some what is it these are snacks i took from the green room i learn a lot from other comedians who have done more than i have and oh that's uh, it this is date balls which sounds like a netflix show i know you're looking for (laughs) dating naked do you want to try them they're really good New name of your pod yeah then this is a sack of nuts these are really good nuts these are the um these are the rosemary did you
0: get some huevos too
1: eggs in my bag
0: just everything you have is testicle themed
1: oh (laughs) these are dried mangoes is that testicle themed
0: no i can't do anything with that
1: this is a lemon bar from lara delicious i highly recommend this um i also have a jug of nuts or a, I don't know what you call this thing. A box of nuts. A sack of nuts. sack of nuts. And then I also have... I've had better balls. I, from the makers of jug comes can of nuts So I've got a sack of nuts, a can-a-nuts, mm-hmm. a nuts a yeah. And a box of dates, date it's like, balls.
0: It's like Dickens cider.
1: You have to have snacks. So I did end up t- taking...
0: Dickens cider box. Dickens c- Dickens cider can.
1: That's so stupid. <laughs> um, I used to go to this... Uh, show when i was a kid it was these entertainers they were musicians and comedians and my uncle dick and my aunt betsy used to go and the hosts of the uh the show would say here's dick and betsy and then they would go no she's dick and betsy and then another guy would go no he's dick and betsy and i never got Mm -hmm. it yeah
0: yeah that's interesting right because i saw that um some people were Man, it's real hard to wrap your head around this one. I, I, I do struggle with it as a parent um, complaining that the Barbie movie is PG-13. And I guess it's loaded with sexual innuendo. And a lot of people who brought their kids were like, this isn't... I knew it was PG-13, but still, it's a fucking Barbie movie. Know your audience. And then other people have argued, but that's the deal when you're a kid. You can slip that kind of shit in and it just goes right over your head. Yeah, It's so hard because it's like, what are they thinking when, you know, when the, when the plot centers for 30 seconds on sex, like even if you don't get it, aren't you sitting there going like, what the fuck is, I can, I should ask my parents about this. I don't understand what's going on, but like, you don't
1: No, you never do
0: this until that light bulb. It really is. It's like, you know, we see in however many dimensions and in theory there's eight more and we're just like missing them. Sex is like a dimension that is invisible to you until,
1: until your body's like, wow. There's something down there. There's fuzzy thoughts, mm, gingers, fuzzy thoughts, with yeah, the
0: deuce. We've enjoyed quite a number of those. Is that it? That is.
1: I just... <laughs>